Hello and welcome to the Racing Only Better Royal Ascot Special and I'm delighted to be joined by Ryan Moore. Ryan, how are you keeping? Yeah, I'm fine, Kevin. Um, hope you're well. Yeah, not well. too bad now, not too bad. Looking forward to next week, Ryan. I know, uh, where does it rank for you amongst the, the, all the top beatings you ride in around the world? Royal Ascot must surely be well up there. Yeah, look, obviously for, for us at home, it's um, it's the most important week of the year, I suppose. And uh, yeah, we always look forward to it. Yeah, look for a set fair, really. It looks to be an absolute feast. And it looks like you're going to have a very strong books of rides the whole way through. So if you don't mind, we, we might have a bit of a gallop through um, chronologically as we go. Uh, starting off on a Tuesday, of course, uh, as everyone knows, the meeting kicks off with a big bang with the Queen Anne. Uh, Baid is going to be exceptionally hard to beat, Ryan. Um, Order of Australia might, might be your mount uh, bidding to lower his colours. Yeah, look, Order of Australia, he, he obviously won a British cup from um, a year and a half ago now and uh, he, he'll be having his first run of the year and obviously, obviously it's a big big task taken on by he, he didn't run he wasn't too far behind him in the uh, the Mulan last year um, so and look he did need his, his, his run in the uh, Queen Anne last year I think but um, ho- hopefully he can run respectively but yeah sure it's a it's a big ask at the moment. Yeah, and just on Baid, Ryan, like, would, would you be a believer? Do you think he's one of the best horses in the world? Or is he one that you'd, you'd be looking forward to uh, get, getting a crack at later on in the season, you know, potentially over further? Well, he looks an outstanding miler at the moment. Um, I can't think of... It'd be interesting if he bangs head with Caribus. Um, that'll probably give us a, a better indication. But you can't fault what he's done. That said, he's, he's possibly... He hasn't beaten a superstar yet but he's been doing it very well absolutely um, and Ryan look we're going to be touching on a fair few two-year-olds as we go um, look Aiden and his two-year-olds have been in super form you've been riding an awful lot of them and the Coventry Stakes is obviously one, one of the main highlights of the two-year-old programme at Royal Ascot um, do you uh, we still have a, a week to go but do you have an, an idea of uh, what you might be on come the day do you know I, I couldn't be sure exactly what how Aiden's going to split the two-year-olds all up at the moment, um, Blackbeard, he, he's obviously three from three, and um, he put up a, an impressive performance uh, in his weekend at the Curra. Um, he is a chance he could run there, I suppose. Mm. Um, the, the Coventry, there's a, there's a couple of. Uh, it, it looks a strong strong race at the top of my head. Yeah. You have the the main mass horse of Hannams, and um, that won it. The one the Brocksby and one at Newbury, and uh, the Kingman horse of Appleby's that won at Ascot. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say until you see the entries. What's how that race is going to shape up? Yeah, yeah. And you've obviously ridden Blackbeard and all three of us uh, of his spins, Ryan. And look to me, correct me if I'm wrong now, but to me, like he looks like a horse that you know looked plenty raw early on, but it looked like the penny had really dropped with him at the Curra last time. Yeah, he, look, the last time it was a very good performance. He beat a highly regarded horse, and um, he's done it from the back and from the front. So. Hopefully he's improving and, and he's, he's he's definitely impressed me more every time he's he's ran. Yeah, and obviously the sixth furlong was, was no issue. It, it, it potentially even even brought him forward again last time. Yeah, no, he's, he got the six well. And little big bear is another one. I know Aiden was um, talking quite favourably of him before he ever ran, and um, he was beaten the first day, obviously, but came out and was was impressive the second time. How how have you considered him so far? Yeah, he's a, he's he's a, he's a Big, strong, strong lad, and um, we we've always held him in high regard. And he, I suppose he's he's another 
potential horse that could, that could run in, in the Coventry. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, wherever he runs, I, I'd expect him to be, be to run a, a big race. Okay, Age of Kings is another one, a son of Kingman. Um, a very promising debut, just touched off, and then you rode him to win at the Curra last time by, by quite a way. Very strong in the final furlong. Uh, what do you think of him? Yeah, he was. He, again, um, lo- lovely horse, and he quickened up very smartly. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's three potential horses there that could run, and um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the plan is at the moment, though. Okay, I will, we'll move along, um, Ryan, onto the, the older horses. Um, the King's Stand, just, just I suppose, uh, I, I know Irad is coming over. Is there any chance you could be riding Golan Pal or, or is that decided yet? No, as far as Irad Ortiz rides Golden Pal, um, he, he won him, he won the, he's always rode him in America. And I think the only time he disappointed really was in the non Um So I think they wanted to keep Irad. He got association going with him. He obviously knows him well and he gets away from the stalls very quickly. I thought it was really impressive in Delmar. And uh, it's, it's slightly different ask running up the hill at Ascot and he'd be taking on Nature Strip. So I'm assuming it'd be Nature Strip from Chris Waller. Um, assuming that's where he will go. And that's a really interesting race between the two of them, um, especially given both their run styles. They both, both are usually forward. Uh, so it'd be, it'd be a hard one to call, but it's, it's an exciting prospect. They're probably the best, the fastest American, American horse, and the you know arguably has probably been the best sprinter in Australia for the last two or three years. And are you expecting to have a ride in the race, right? Um, I, I ride. I, yeah, I picked up a nice ride. Um, Twilight calls. Oh, lovely! Uh, I think you know. I think a fast run five at Ascot could suit him. Yeah, no, we only did our Betfair Royal Ascot preview earlier today. And uh, I know myself and Tony Calvin were, were quite keen on Twilight Calls. He obviously shaped particularly well last time and, and seems to be improving very rapidly, like his own father, Twilight Sun did. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I rode Twilight Sun to win the um, the uh, Golden Jubilee or Diamond Jubilee or Platinum Jubilee, whatever it is now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, look, he's, he, he's going the right way, the horse, but. Obviously, it's a big step up against what are probably two of the best uh, sprinters in the world, I, I, I think. And we, we won't talk too much about handicaps, Ryan, just because we don't have the entries yet. But one horse that could, I suppose, could potentially end up in the Copper Horse handicap and one that I definitely wanted to ask you about Hannaway is Cleveland, um, who, who gave you a, a big day in the Chester Cup. Um, fabulous ride, I must say. Um, you know, would you be looking forward to getting back on him potentially next week? Yeah, um, yeah, he... I, he could have an entry there. He's probably got a few options. Um, yeah, he, I thought it was a big performance from, from a horse who so lightly raced and uh, he gave me a good feel at Chester. I think he's rated 103 or something like that. So um, I'd like to think he'd still be competitive off, off that mark. Yeah, and if, if he was to come back down a bit and trip for, for the copper horse, like would you would you have any doubts about him? Like he seemed to show plenty of gears over the Chester Cup trip for sure. I think I think it'd be comfortable. The thing with the mile and six race Ascot is you you start right on the bend and um, stalls will be important. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the St James's Palace is another one of the the feature races on day one. And um, is Pine up Point Lansdale has missed a couple of engagements. Is there hopes that that he might end up going there? 
Um, I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I I thought that he he could, he could be left in, but potentially there might be might be waiting with him. Um, there's also another aspect, but he he could be could be waiting. Um, we've got a few in there uh, that will obviously have to step forward against the likes of Caribus. Um, Again, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say at the moment what's definitely going to run, but the favourite is likely to be hard to beat. All right. Were you impressed with Caribus, Ryan? We know it was, a, it was a funny type of race. Um, himself a native trail that came from different parts of the track. Um, like, would you consider Caribus you know, a full value winner of the Guineas? Yeah, I followed him, and uh, he travelled powerfully. Travelled powerfully. I think he's a good horse. Yeah, has always looked to have loads of gears. In fairness to him, of course, um, James Doyle blamed you for for uh, for for him going for home a little bit sooner than he planned, but it didn't seem to do him any harm in the end. Yeah, well, like we we gave him start, but um, I had to get him off the bridle because if he was going that well, he couldn't couldn't follow him away from to quicken because he wasn't going to beat him. So he had to make him see what he would find because you know he. He wilted one day on the rolling mile, so mm. you, you never know if he could do it again. But um, he, he's uh, he was an impressive Guineas winner. And I suppose we're moving on to day two, and we have a whole we have a whole bunch of uh, of excellent races to look forward to. Uh, the Prince of Wales is, is going to be the feature race. Um, Broom, I suppose, is a potential runner there. Um, other prospective engagements as well. Um, how did you read his run the other day? Uh, yeah, Broom ran a nice race. I think he's probably running on Saturday in Hardwick, um, back to a mile and a half. I think that's the plan. But um, yeah, so look, Broom ran a good race in Hardwick last year. So he was uh, second behind uh, David Minucius, really wonderful tonight. The ground was very bad, which suited her. So he ran, had a good run at the Cora. So it's nice to see him back on track. And I think stepping up to a mile and a half will suit him. Gotcha. Just, just look. Glancing at the Royal Hunt Cup, Ryan, is there any chance you'd be on Astro King? Yeah, Astro will run there. Um, he's in, he's in good shape. He's had a little pipe opener this year. Um, earlier on this year at Dusk, and uh, he was second in the race last year to Real Wild, which was a tough task. Um, so yeah, he he would have a. I think he'd have a a, a good chance on, on on Wednesday, but obviously he's still got a lot of weight to carry and you don't know what you're going to be running with yeah absolutely and um, to, to swing it back to the two year olds um, with the Windsor Castle on Wednesday again we'll, we'll put a proviso that uh, things can change here in terms of horses uh, going for different targets but one that we didn't mention uh, when we were talking about the Coventry was, was the Antarctic um, we, the last time we spoke in one of these previews he was just about to make his preview, his, his debut and of course he's come out and won twice uh, since then, uh, maybe not the most visually impressive two-year-old that we'll talk about, but uh, how, how have you liked him so far? Yeah, well, he's only he's only done what he's had to do. Um, he's actually quite a relaxed horse. Um, that people questioned something because of his Batash brother, but he hasn't actually done anything wrong. Um, he said he got upset stalls the first time. He didn't actually. He just he just the horse beside him got upset and he just kicked out. But that wasn't really his fault. Um, so yeah, I, I I think he's probably got that entry in the Norfolk. But he, the horse he beat uh, Nace the last day, 
of Donegal's came out and won very well at Navan. Put up a good performance. Maybe he improved, but it's, it's still the, the form has a bit of substance. So, and I, I think he, I think he'll continue to improve. Yeah, so something we mentioned um, that that you know these dark angels can often be quite slow learners. Like, would he would he give you that impression? Yeah, um, he, he was raw at Tipperary, and I do think he will continue to get better. And um, and swinging on to the Thursday, Ryan. Um, again, it looks like you're going to have um, some smashing rides, and I suppose the the um, the feature race on Thursday um, is the Gold Cup, and Kiprios has been shortening up in recent days. I suppose there may be some uncertainty about Trushan lining up if the ground is quick, but uh, Kiprios has certainly done nothing wrong this season. Yeah, I don't know what the weather's going to be, but um, I've, I've liked Kiprios's both both his points this year have been very good. He's given me a good feel, and look, he's obviously gone from a mile and six up to up to two mile four, so he's got another six miles to go. Uh, he gives every indication that um, he's not stopping in his races, and he's 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 a real exciting horse moving into up to that distance. Obviously, he's taking on True Shannon Scope, who probably won it a bit softer, and the old boy Stradivarius, who was back winning at York. Um, he wants it quick, so ground conditions will be important on the day. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't imagine that quick ground would be a problem for Kiprios, would it? And he, he certainly is bred to uh, to stay a uh, line off a long way, being a, a full to um, to Falcon Eight and a search for a song. Yeah, um, I, I think he'll handle most ground. Quick ground certainly won't be an issue. Um, I, I, he probably won't want it heavy, but apart from that, I think he's he, he's a very uncomplicated horse, and I've you know, been very impressed by him this year. Mm. And the Commonwealth Cup, Ryan, um, we, you know, Aiden has a few entries there. Do, do you have any inclination at the minute what you might be on? Um, I, I suppose Cadamasto would probably be the one. Um, look, he, he ran he ran respectfully at Newbury. Didn't quite work out for him in the, in the race. There's some interesting horses that finished around him um, that we got in there, like Saviras. Um yeah, look, the Commonwealth Cup, there's, there's, he's going to need to improve a little bit. But um, with Aiden, he... he, he you never that. know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He couldn't he could make him better. He had a good run last year at Royal Ascot in the Norfolk. And just behind Perfect Power, who's probably going to be the favourite. He was probably only left behind him that day. So, look, you can make a case that um, he hasn't got loads to find. It's, yeah, so... It'd be, an, it'd be an interesting race. Uh, it's one of them races where um, you get a lot of people throw their hat in the ring now. Mm. So um, not not quite sure how it will shape up. Yeah, it looks to have a lot of depth to it. In fairness, um, one two year old, one fat, one of the faster two year olds that I, that I didn't ask you about so far, Ryan. Just with glancing at the the Norfolk again, same proviso. This horse could end up in any number of races, I suspect. But Aesop's Fables. Um, was quite impressive at Navin. You rode him there back in April. Um, how have you, how did you like him on the day? Yeah, he's 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 a lovely colt. Um, again, I'm not sure where where he's going. Um, he he's um he, he's definitely a horse that wherever he goes, you you want to be following. I think. Excellent. Um, and fast forwarding on to Friday, Ryan. We'll start off with the the two year old fillies again because uh, statuette. 
is a is a filly that created a very big impression on debut um, by Justify. Lo- looks absolute an absolute huge filly like her father, and uh, she's currently the the favourite for the Albany. Yeah, um, she's very impressive at Navin. As you said, she's a big girl. Great, great attitude. She's so laid back. She doesn't. She only does what she has to do. And um, it's she's out of immortal verse. She's a half sister of tenderism, and she's by Justify. And she's she's very exciting. Um, what, what, whatever the plan's going to be for her, um, I think she's she's going to be a top class filly. And what, what struck me, Ryan, about that performance is, she she took a bit of pulling up. She was strong in that, and having some stiff finishes, you know, and she, she took some pulling up there by the looks of it. Uh, no, she went through the line real well, but she, as soon as I asked her to stop, she stopped. She's she's fine, yeah. I, sometimes I wonder what you, people see, but um, she, she was good <laughs> through the line. But yeah, was, uh, 50, she won by three lengths and 50 yards after the line. She was about six or, six or eight lengths clear. <laughs> yeah, no, but as soon as you tell her to, to slow, she slows. She's, she's got a very good attitude. Um, yeah, gotcha. I like everything she does. Gotcha. And another one that, that, that's likely to have an entry in that race, Ryan, is Meditate. Um, that you you won on when she she made a winning debut at the Curra, and then she went to a Group Three at Nace, and, and Wayne won on her. Um, how how have you liked her so far? Yeah, she's a very straightforward filly. Um, two good performances. She's professional and uh, does everything the, the right way. And uh, yeah, she's she's the forms in the book with her. I think she won a big race. Okay, and look, we'll go on to the Chesham, Ryan, again, because there's so many nice two-year-olds here, and I suppose the one that um, created a very big impression and got lots of people talking and was Alfred Munnings, uh, very impressive on his debut and was immediately caught into to favouritism for the Chesham. Um, what do you think of that performance? Yeah, he's he's a, he's a real classy horse. Um, he, he's um, he's our best in the world. He's full sister to found. And so she's down a snowfall. Uh, he put up a, a really nice performance on debut. It, it wasn't, a, it was a slowly wrong race. You know, it wasn't a tough race at all. He didn't get asked a serious question, but he's, he's, he's always worked very well. And he, he I, I think he's, he's a, he's a proper two-year-old. That's, um, I'd like to think he'd be making up into a, uh, National States Jew sort of horse, hopefully. He's, but he's got to go and do it first. Excellent. And uh, another one that could well end up in the Chesham is uh, Auguste Roden, um, who was an unlucky second on debut. And I suppose it probably says something that uh, he's about one third of the price for the Chesham as Crypto Force, the horse that uh, that beat him by a couple of lengths that day because uh, it, it didn't seem to go right on the day, but geez, he really did power home. No, it was a mess. They, um, he was drawn inside. They went slow and I thought that the gap was there and then, then it, it wasn't close on him. But um, he's, uh, yeah, I think he's quite special. Yeah, deep impact. First fall out of rhododendron. Doesn't get lows better than that, does it? No, no, he's he's uh, awful lot of quality. Excellent. And um, the, the coronation stakes, Ryan, do, do, do you have uh, an inclination of what you might be riding here? I know I know these fillies, a few of them have run quite recently and it might be a later calls with them, but do you have any feel on a ride at this stage? Um, I hope, hopefully might see Tenerism back. 
she um I think the ground was quick enough at Newmarket and she was drawn in the middle and she got bumped around early on and she never got a chance to get into it at all. Um I didn't I, I looked after her from the from the two. Uh I think I think she, you know, people have not achieved the part form, but I think she's a very good filly. Um obviously she would be taking on homeless songs who was very impressive in the Irish Guineas and that form couldn't have worked out any better over the weekend with um, Tuesday and Purple Pay both winning and I think something else ran respectfully. But, um, you know, you have Cache in there and uh, I'm sure there was another one. It's gone from my head at the moment, but uh, Tenebrism, if if, um, if if it goes nice and smoothly, hopefully she, we'll, see, we'll see a better performance from her. Okay, perfect. And uh, fast forwarding on to Saturday, Ryan, last day of the action. Um, look, the, the main event is the Platinum Jubilee Stakes. Um, what, what's your feeling there? Do you think you might come in for a good ride there, potentially? Um, I couldn't think of a ride that I could have there at the moment, Kevin. Um, again, that'll be a bit of a, a dust-up between Campanelle and, uh, and um, Home Affairs. And home Affairs, and, yeah. And, and Artorias. So that'll be interesting how that shapes up. I'd, I'd have home affairs um, ahead of Campanelli, I think, you know. Um, but it'd be interesting. I don't know if they'd even back nature strip up as well. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's uh, I, don't, I don't know what's running from here, really, but the international horses certainly bring plenty to that. And there's a few more, and they've got the, the Japanese horse, I think, runs in the Prince of Wales. And he, he won a Japanese derby in Shima Classic. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see these international horses um, coming to Ascot. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting you mentioned um, Artorius there in the Platinum Jubilee. He's one that that I've a bit of a liking for. He might get a bit. Um, he might be a bit in the shadow of Home Affairs at the minute, but um, the, their form ties in, and uh, I wouldn't like to be forgetting about him either. But uh, I mean, it's great to see the Aussies back, Ryan, isn't it? Because we obviously saw plenty of them kind of go back ten plus years ago, and they did really well. But we haven't been seeing as much of them. Um, I know well. You could say it's great. If you, not not so great if you have to try and beat them, but it, it does add to the meeting from a from a spectacle point of view. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I don't think it's, it's just been the way everyone everyone's had to put up with the last few years. But um, uh, we all uh, a few years ago, a Merchant Navy came up and got sent to Aden. He and he won for us there. So mm. you have to you have to really um respect them when they, when they do turn up for these sprints yeah absolutely and Ryan you know would, would you think you'd have anything for the Queen Alexandra because uh, pe- people it's not the world's best getting out stakes but uh, you, you've often ended up on a fancied one there over the years uh, some, sometimes for Willie Mullins uh, is there anything in the pipeline there yeah I, I, I'm hoping I have a ride in that um, I'm not sure what it is at the moment though Kevin okay okay you're still working on it <laughs> Yeah, I'd be, I'd be willing to bet you'll end up on a fancied one anyway to try and, uh, to try and go out in the winner. <laughs> nice. Nice to um, be nice to round the week off with a winner, but not looking forward to it. Um, you know, it's, it's still have to really know what's going to run where still. But um, I think we have some, I think we have some good shots. The, the group ones are look, quite tough this year um, but I think, I think we've got a couple that, that can go go well 
And Ryan, the Prince of Wales is look is going to be the, the race everyone's looking forward to on Wednesday. And you've got an, an absolutely fantastic ride to look forward to on Bay Bridge. This emerging horse from Sir Michael Stout, so impressive at Sandown last time. How impressed were you? Oh yeah, he's a, he's a lovely horse, and um, he's been brought along gently. Uh, good performance at, at Sandown, beating some proper horses. Um, obviously, he's going into a Group One and. There's that good Japanese horse in there, Shiraya, that catches the eye. But yeah, very much looking forward to riding him, hopefully. And I suppose, if well, we'll see what the weather does, Ryan, but if, if it comes up as typical Ascot ground, I suppose it'd be the, the fastest surface he's faced. Would you, would you have any concerns about that if it did come up proper good to firm? Uh, no, I don't think so at all. Um, he's uh, It's just the way it's worked out through his career. But he, you know, you meet in the ground at Ascot, and it'd be a lovely surface. It's level track. I think it is. Yeah, so, so just in general terms, Ryan, I assume you're quite looking forward to it. You know that we've, we've spoken about lots, lots of exciting two-year-olds there that they'll get split up in due course. Some Group One chances, I'm sure, when the handicap entries come out, there'll be plenty of uh, AP O'Brien entries there too. So uh, you, you must you must be quite positive heading into the week. It looks like it could be a good one. Yeah, hopefully so, Kevin. Um, but look, it's it's always very hard there. It's, so competitive, you get big fields, and as we've had new race, but you, you need a slice of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ryan, thanks for thanks very much for your time. I know there's a there's a football match you're keen to go and watch, so I won't uh, won't hold you up any longer. Uh, thanks for, very much for your time, as always. I'm sure the listeners will, will greatly appreciate your thoughts, and uh, I'll see you next week. And uh, the very best of luck. Thanks very much, Kevin. Thank you.